Welcome to Hack to Start, a podcast focused on interesting people and the innovative ways they achieve success. I'm Franco Variano. And I'm Tyler Copeland. Each week we speak with a new guest about how they created, hacked, and hustled their way to the top and distill their insights and experiences for you. The path to success isn't always linear. Hack, start, and repeat. This episode is brought to you by Breather. Find beautiful, practical spaces that you can reserve on the go. Ghost, a simple, powerful publishing platform that allows you to share your story with the world. And SoundCloud. Hear the world sounds. You're listening to episode 62 of Hack to Start. This is a special recap episode of Hack to Start featuring your hosts, Franco, that's me, and Tyler. So it's been 35 episodes since our last recap, and we wanted to hit a pause real quick and share more about what we've been up to behind the scenes. Hack to Start has grown to 62 episodes and over 150,000 downloads. This is going to be a pretty good episode, so you won't want to miss it. So yeah, recap episode and, and birthday time, I guess. Uh, Hack to Start is one year old. Um, you know, we launched about this time last year and our last uh, break to kind of chat with all our listeners and fans was back on January 6, 2015. Since then, I mean, I think we've done a ton of stuff. Um, looking back on it now, making the list, uh, I feel like it almost wasn't enough. I kind of wish we'd pushed a little bit harder. Uh, oh, well, you know, that's what that's what the next year's for, right? <laughs> exactly. But those 35 episodes have been jam-packed with amazing guests, ton of ideas, and new insights, and of course, deeper relationships with old friends, and tons of new ones just starting. I think that's probably one of the biggest outcomes of this podcast has been all the awesome people both Franco and I have been able to meet and chat with. We started Hack to Start around this time in 2014. 12 months later, we've had 61 episodes in, and we've seen over 150,000 downloads on iTunes alone. We also launched an Instagram account to share our episodes, motivational quotes, and cool behind-the-scenes content of the show. So yeah, I mean, it's super hard to mention everything that's gone on during that time. Uh, You know, you've kind of alluded to it, Tyler, all the amazing, amazing people we've had the chance to sort of meet. Um, I don't think most of them in person. I think everyone's been pretty much a virtual uh, connection. Um, But, you know, chatted with them for hours sometimes through our mics. And and it's amazing the things that we've learned from them, I think. Um, You know, super hard to to mention everyone, but I think, you know, Max Altrasher is is hands down one of the best sales guys I've ever had the pleasure of speaking to and with. Max Lynch and his team are doing amazing things with their new hybrid, uh, you know, Angular app language, Ionic. Bridget at Teespring has brought amazing artistic insight and passion for helping others to her role. Uh, you know, we had a chance to speak with Cubby Graham from Charity Water, an organization that I, you know, very, very much deeply admire. Um, and, you know, he taught us that the craziest thing we can do is nothing. That's sort of their corporate motto and culture. Um, and that people can be incredibly generous. I mean, I think there's so many more. Um, you know, you're probably obviously thinking, it. you know, hey, Franco, you mentioned four people right there, but you told us you recorded, you know, 35 episodes like five seconds ago, you know. Other than those guys, I think the episodes that have really stuck with me, and it's been super hard to narrow down the list, were some of the following. Um, Zach Onisco from Creative Market. This was just a few weeks back, but, you know, Zach's entire demeanor and approach throughout our chat really stuck with me. Um, You know, maybe it's because he started off as a designer and really moved his way 
into leading a growth team, um, you know, for a few startups before joining Creative Market that was so inspiring. Um, you know, I always think it's cool when people can blend two passions together or, you know, really step it up in an area that they're not quite familiar with, but but manage to have such an impact. Um, you know, it was cool for me because I've been following Zach on Twitter for quite a while. Um, and I don't know, this, this feeling never goes away, but it was pretty surreal to have him respond to my email and take the time to chat with us. Um, you know, it was unreal to, to listen to him share his story um, and how he approached growth. And, you know, I really look forward to having him back on the show soon. You know, we also had the chance to speak with Susan Sue of 500 Startups. So, um, you know, I'd met Susan again, met, you know, through email and Skype. Um, Susan, a few years back during the startupplays.com days, um, you know, we basically kept in touch and I knew I wanted to have her share her amazing story with us at some point. Um, you know, Susan's currently in Bali helping run 500 startups growth and distribution team out there. Um, and she took the time to basically let us know that, you know, even a baseline understanding of some of your core metrics and business costs, things like, you know, cost of acquisition or lifetime value totally make the difference and help you stand out when applying to accelerators, even if it's just the beginning. That was kind of her advice. Um, and, you know, the episode was was awesome. We had a great time. And the more and more, uh, you know, we got to chatting about podcasting, you know, after uh, having recorded the episode with her, um, you know, it, we had the amazing opportunity to share some of our insights on podcasting as a 500 startups blog post, um, you know, and, and I think that that was that was a huge opportunity. And so thanks, Susan, for for letting us put some thoughts down for you guys there. Um, one of the other episodes we had a chance to, to to really dive into was with Grace Gary from Watsi. I think, you know, sometimes life is pretty funny, especially in the tech industry where it can be sort of a sort of a small place, you know. I still remember where I was when I first heard about Watsi. They had just made history as sort of the first nonprofit company ever to be accepted into YC. Um, you know, I think Paul Graham had a lot of foresight with that. Um, and, and I remember thinking how awesome it must be for for Watsi to get in and be the first company to do that and so I immediately started reading up on what they were doing um, you know with with my academic background in international development and globalization um, well you know it, it once used to be there it's probably been replaced by a ton of startup stuff now um, but yeah I read a you know I read an awesome blog post on the first round capitals review newsletter um, and decided to reach out to Grace. I, I never really expected to hear back, but the next thing I knew, there she was, you know, sharing her story with Tyler and I about some of the craziest things, you know, she had to do to keep Watsi going while her and her co-founders were all working on it part-time. Um, basically, you know, the punchline is that she managed to convince a bouncer at a nightclub to tell people about Watsi on the way in for some sort of contest so that, you know, they could get the votes to win some money and keep going. And, and it worked. Um, they ended up winning. Um, and, and then, you know, just having her share what it was like cramming into a tiny apartment while, you know, the founding team went through YC. I think the coming months are going to be huge for them and they're going to continue to make history. So thanks for taking the time to, to chat with us, Grace. Look forward to having you back on the show soon. Finally, one of the last episodes that I'll share with you guys that really had a, a deep impact on me um, was F Rodriguez um, from HTC. I'm, I'm not sure how much more I can say about how awesome F is without kind of hitting the man crush status. <laughs> he, he's basically awesome. I hope he listens to this too. I'm sure he'll have a good chuckle at that. Um, I mean, I think I reached out to F. It's, it's kind of murky. I don't really remember. I think it was through Twitter. I think I came across his profile through someone else's retweet. It was probably a funny joke. Um, anyway, I just decided to reach out to, to F, you know, not really expecting to hear back from, you know, senior top level brass at, at a big company like HTC. We were always used to, you know, chatting with people from startups, but 
Um, you know, it was amazing to have him on the show. He was so full of energy. It was a blast talking to him. Um, you know, I think that if, you know, I can continue or, you know, Tyler, you know, and everyone else, if we can all continue to bring as much passion and curiosity or at least half of it um, that, that F brings, I think things should work out, you know, pretty well for everyone. Um, seriously, I, th I think F, you know, hit the nail right on the head about a simple truth to success. And it's it really boils down to what he shared with us right at the end about just being curious and not afraid to do things try new things, be curious, just hang around with other people who are making things happen or trying to make things happen. Um, and I think that that's, you know, really, without knowing it, I think that's really the core of what, you know, you and I, Tyler, were trying to do with this podcast, even before we knew that we would get to, to this point a year later, you know, we'll completely relate to that. So I'm going to continue to go further on some amazing episodes that we've uh, covered throughout the, uh, the last uh, 30 to 40 episodes. And one of them that's, you know, comes right to the top of my list is Guy Gunaratna, the co-founder of Storygami, an interactive video tool to add interactive overlays like articles, images, gallery, galleries, call to action buttons, and social media feeds, and way more. And Guy was previously an award-winning video journalist who created several documentaries on human rights subjects. However, video medium was never quite sufficient to tell the stories he was looking to convey. So this is where he created Storygami. So with no background in coding or design, Guy decided to take resources that were available to him online and learn the fundamentals of product design. Storygami was also part of the 13th batch of 500 startups, and Guy actually joined us just days before demo day. So this was a really cool moment for me because Guy could have been doing a million other things, but decided to drop everything and decided to get on a call with us and take the interview. This has been a reoccurring theme for us. It doesn't matter who we've reached out to, people are more and more happy to take time out of their busy schedules and can have a general conversation with us. So thank you, the 61 guests, for making this past year an amazing experience. So next, what I'd have to say is Dorothy Saunders. She is the co-founder and CEO of Maptia, a community of amazing stories told by photographers, writers, and adventurers on the planet. One of the main points that stood out for me in this episode was how all the founding team members had no technical skills and they taught themselves how to code and design. So just like Guy did, they took all the available resources online and they learned the necessary skills to design, manage, and build successful products. Other key points that Dorothy covered within her episode is how it's possible to run a company on the go. So Mapia has actually had stints in Chile, Seattle, Morocco, and now in Switzerland. And within each country, they have been able to make the necessary connections to run and grow their company. They've also been able to make it into two successful startup accelerators, Startup Chile and Techstars. Next, I'd have to say Sam Gerson Zhang. Sam is probably by far the one of the most talented individuals on our show. Being a product director at ImageGuard today, you'd think that he would have, you know, started off his career as an engineer or design. However, in his case, he actually started off his career in investment at Lyrae Ventures and Anderson Horowitz. It was until he experienced this side of the startup world that no one else really sees where he fell in love with products and wanted to transition his career into engineering and building products. The last episode that I really want to talk about is Matt Fiedler from Vital Me Please. Matt started the episode off a little timid and reserved, I think, but then he really opened up and it was one of the most exciting episodes to date. He was so real with us and there was no way to fake this kind of experience he brought to our episode. Vital Me Please started as a passion project for him and his co-founders, 
and still is today. It was refreshing to hear that not everything was perfectly planned or artificially orchestrated. It's a pure love of music and a format that while rapidly making a comeback is lost and often forgotten in our busy digital driven lives. By the end of the episode, both Franco and I were just pumped up. Yeah, those are some great moments. And and I think, you know, what it's ultimately meant for me looking back, and maybe I should write a blog post about this. So I feel like podcasting has actually made me a better entrepreneur in person. Um, you know, I've had an opportunity to build a really good network, leverage, le- le- I've learned a ton, um, you know, have have had the opportunity to ask questions um, and really, you know, think about problem solving and finding answers in a different way. Um, you, you know, th- those are things you probably don't actually expect to get out of podcasting, but um, you know, I think that, um, you know, building that network of, of cool people, amazing people who are doing things across the entire world um, is awesome. And, you know, we're obviously just getting started here. Yeah, I can definitely relate on a lot of those things. And for me, Hack to Start has opened the door to make connections with individuals who around the world who all have unique stories to tell and how they got to where they are today. It's been through these stories that have been inspired to, you know, try new things like daily routines, you know, working out, reading particular books, trying new apps. I've been wanting to travel more and more. It was really cool to see people, you know, the company Maptia, who have actually been various locations around the world building their startup. And honestly, just meeting new people. This is the the passion that I get. And I just want to continue to bring new, unique stories to Hack to Start to share with everyone um, that I can. I think it's awesome that you talked about tools, apps, uh, and some books in, in there. Um, it's pretty interesting, actually, when we get to ask that question, just to see how people respond. I mean, I think David Spinks, uh, besides F, who, who got into it a little bit later, David was still the only guy who mentioned a video game right off the top, um, you know, who likes to play Clash of Clans in his downtime, which I thought was <laughs> hilarious. You know, it's interesting to see what people think about when you ask them, you know, to, to, to reflect on, on what some of the most used things are or what they've discovered. Um, you know, and I think, you know, here, here are some of my answers from the past couple of months. Uh, the Martian, it's an incredible read. Actually, I just finished that this past weekend, picked it up uh, a few days ago and, and really tore through it. I think the next book that I'm going to check out um, is Elon Musk's book about, uh, or not, sorry, the Elon Musk book, uh, sort of about SpaceX and Tesla. Um, another thing that, that I've, you know, uh, picked up and sort of started playing around with a lot more is 53's Pencil and ThinkKit. Man, uh, it's an awesome piece of hardware. Uh, the app is just impeccable. Um, it really gets elevated when you have the stylus, uh, the pencil, uh, and, and are able to play around. I really can't wait for a success plus. Um, I think that's really going to be pretty cool now that they just released paper for iPhone. And finally, this one's going to be a, 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 same, a shameless self-plug. Um, you know, back in January when we did our last recap episode, I was just a few weeks in um, at a brand new startup here in Ottawa called Workshop X. Um, it's a company that's behind an app called Popkey. Um, so Popkey, just, just for those who haven't heard about it yet, obviously highly encourage you guys to go download it, uh, but it's a GIF messaging keyboard. Um, and I only became part of the Popkey team sort of full-time um, around mid-May. Um, and, and you know, so much has happened since then. We're about to release a major new update later this week. It's technically, you know, V2. We've done, we've added tons of new features, gathered a bunch of feedback. Uh, it's going to be amazing. So make sure you keep your eyes peeled for it. As Franco mentioned, we covered a ton of apps, tools, and books throughout our 61 episodes. And I have to say the most used apps is obviously Slack. Like who doesn't use Slack these days? And our most recommended book is Hard Things on Hard Things by Ben Horowitz. Great read. So for myself as a product designer, I've become more and more interested in in bringing my designs to life. 
The tool that I've been using a lot lately to build my animations has been Pixate. If you haven't tried it yet, I highly recommend. They've just released an amazing desktop client which helps you build these animated projects. So an app that I've also been using a lot lately, and I really, really hated at first, is Asana. And I don't know what happened, but something clicked in the, you know, after a couple months using it, and I don't know where I'd be without this tool. We use it a lot of design co-founders to manage and bridge the gap of internal and client communication. And their product and their team have been evolving quickly throughout the last year, and I can't wait to see the new features and designs that they create over the next uh, couple months. So what's next for Hack to Start? So Franco and I are going to continue to reach out, you know, amazing individuals who are doing working on really cool projects. Um, we're still all about done being better than perfect and not letting what we don't know or aren't experts at hold us back. Yeah, so be sure to follow us on Twitter, uh, Instagram, and if you haven't already, please leave us a review on iTunes. It's actually a huge, huge, huge help. Um, and if you've done all these things already, then how about you just tell your friends uh, you know, about Hack to Start and ask them to do the same. Honestly, we you know we couldn't do Hack to Start without our awesome fans and listeners. So from Tyler and I, thank you, and we'll see you next time.